This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 163, baby. Oh, yeah. In today's episode, I speak to the Hellraiser.、Um, even though he did cause me a lot of hell last week, I thought, you know what? Let's get back on the horse. That's the best thing to do when you fall off is get back on the horse. And we rock again. There is also a story that I want you to listen to very closely, which is right at the very end of the conversation that involves me and a dog. Unfortunately, we didn't get much time to talk about it because we were at the end of the podcast. But as I said, I want you to listen closely to that so you will understand why I dislike dogs. Anyway, remember, all of the rock and roll vocabulary to this episode is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com, episode number 163. And remember, if you would like to have a podcast every day with a transcript on your phone and lots of other great stuff, rockandrollenglish.com slash family. Here is the conversation, people. I will speak to you again at the end. But in the meantime, happy listening. Hellraiser, how are you today? Great, Martin. How are you doing?、Um, well, I'm good that you didn't steal my always fantastic line like you did last week. So I'm, I'm fantastic. Always fantastic. Even if you made me work like a dog the other day. So there's an expression, by the way, work like a dog to make someone work a lot. Because you just decided not to tell me that you obviously weren't wearing headphones. Why was that? Living on the edge, living dangerously. Sure, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for that. So he also used some rock and roll vocabulary there, living on the edge, as he explained there, living dangerously. Normally it takes me 30 minutes to edit a podcast,、it、took me just over four hours last time. So, as always, thank you, Hellraiser. I think it would be good for you to learn the art of letting go. That you don't have to hold on to these problems. It's going to give you a, a hernia or something, some kind of medical condition. So I think you just need to let go of this stuff.、It's, I will never be able to let go. Although, let go is some nice vocabulary. Just, just release it, let's say. It stays inside me. Just like when you broke the window of my car about 20 years ago. Okay, I still haven't <laughs> forgiven you. Okay, I still haven't even let that go. So you can forget it if you think I'm letting this one go. That was 26 years ago. I was not driving 26 years ago. I'm 34 now. So 26 years ago, I was eight. You did not break my car window when I was eight. <laughs> okay, that, that was a bit too quick maths. A little confused. Yeah, it was about 17. 17. I added an extra decade on. I'm losing、sure. my mind. It's, it's an easy thing to do, adding an extra decade on.、Um, anyway, how do we usually start the show, Hellraiser? We normally start with a review. Yep. Do you think we have a review? Please tell me yes. <laughs>、um, yes, we do. It's a Facebook one, I believe, and it's from Alexei Slutsky.、Um, again, as always, apologies for the pronunciation.、Um, and it starts in a really positive way and just says, What a shame. So, you know, we're off to a good start. Um, and he says, All my life I looked up to Martin. Nice phrasal verb there. I admired Martin. The perfect example of a cynical, gloating bastard. 
Okay. Perfect. That is you in a nutshell. <laughs> that's that's you. Yep. Um, so some nice rock and roll vocabulary there, Hellraiser, in a nutshell, just in a very short description. Um, and then it says, and most importantly, you were like a lone wolf and a complete failure in terms of girls and romantic stuff. So r- really positive so far. Um, also true, though. We can't argue with any of that so far. <laughs> it's, I'm not arguing. It's factual. Okay, it is 100% factual. Um, And it says it was a great time. So I'm glad that he was enjoying that I was a complete failure um, with girls. But thank you. Um, I was waking up looking at a picture of you on my wall. And then all the thoughts about dating were immediately disappearing. You were goat. I think that means greatest of all time. Is that right? Yeah. Or he could mean that you look like a goat. Maybe he needs to clarify that one for us. It does need to clarify because either could be true. I'm I'm leaning towards the you looking like an, the animal, the goat, but whatever. We'll see. It's absolutely possible. And then it goes on, but not now. Why on earth has Mrs. Rock and Roll English appeared? Very nice. It's ruined all my understanding of life. It's so cruel, isn't it? And the problem is that I don't understand what I should do now. You're not my idol anymore. You're going to be married. What a shame. It's unacceptable for a lone wolf. Um, Do you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to change the picture on my wall to a picture of Dan the man. Take that. I mean, who wants to look at that picture every morning? Come on. Wow. Maybe a picture of you, Hellraiser, one day. Could be good. Could be good. And then it finishes with, by the way, thank you so much for the greatest podcast. It's such a pleasure listening to you and Dan the Man. Keep going, guys, and keep on rocking. So thank you very much for that, Alexi. Um, No mention of you, Hellraiser, but this is your second podcast in a row. So maybe those reviews will start coming in now. Maybe they will, or maybe you'll fire me again. Who, who, who can be sure? I have never fired you. Okay? It's a, it's um, a dog eat dog world in the podcast industry, and uh, well, there's no loyalty, no matter how long we've known each other. <laughs> Thirty six years or twenty six, it doesn't matter. I'm sure you'll get but, rid of me like an old pile of jam. Uh, do people often get rid of old piles of jam so notice they get rid of like to take it away is that something people get rid of i meant old uh, jars of jam not piles Mm, sure who needs a jam jar um anyway hellraiser i think it's time we started with the show and we have got a very exciting show um okay because uh, this month is august and i've recently found out that august is the admit your happy month Okay, it's a month of happiness. Is it? Wow. Are you happy? <laughs> I'm always happy, Hellraiser. As I always say, I'm always fantastic. You have this image of me of being some kind of person that is unhappy, but I'm a changed man these days, Hellraiser. I'm a changed man. What's changed? L- lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Um, I mm-hmm. mean... Uh, we're, we're listening. <laughs> Well, I can't think specifically. Maybe actually the fact that I see you less. Maybe that's changed. That's something that causes me, that creates a lot of happiness in my life. I was thinking about this actually and then I suddenly remembered the time when you went around telling everyone that would listen that I used to punch myself in the testicles. Do do you remember that? I saw you do it. 
on more than one occasion, and I was worried about you. I thought I'd have to take you to see a professional. <laughs> professional what? Psychiatrist. Oh, I thought I like professional um, ball puncher or someone that punches <laughs> their own balls as like a profession. I didn't. Maybe it's a job. You were a semi-professional ball puncher <laughs> at that stage. I don't know. Well, for 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 all the listeners, I mean, you have to explain this more because I caught you when you were in stressful situations. Instead of talking to a friend, you would go into the corner of a room and punch yourself in the testicles for at least 10 minutes i mean that is just absolutely crazy that would cause so much pain i once accidentally did that when i was having a wrestling match with a teddy bear in my room and then accidentally punched myself (laughs) (laughs) i mean i was about 13 (laughs) i was about 13 and accidentally punched myself in the balls and was on the floor for about 20 minutes so why anyone would do that as pleasure I don't know. I think it was it's more self-harm, more self-harming for you. <laughs> you, know, you were annoyed at yourself, so you wanted to punish yourself, mm. thus hitting yourself in the, in the, in the nutsack. In, in the nutsack. Nice vocabulary there. I mean, self-harm, I think I'll just go for cutting myself as opposed to <laughs> punching myself in the testicles. But I would like everyone to know that I definitely didn't do that. And I certainly don't now because I am always fantastic um so speaking of all of this happiness stuff um the secret society of happy people yes that's right that does exist have like laid out some guidelines about how to be happy i've added a few things so i thought we could just go through this and have a kind of happiness quiz how does that sound hellraiser oh great yeah yeah let's do it Okay, so one thing to happiness is physical exercise. And the question is, how often do you do at least 20 minutes of physical exercise? So, Hellraiser, how often do you do that? (sighs) Physical exercise, what are we classing as that? (laughs) I don't think masturbating is uh, considered physical exercise. Well, well, that's three hours of my week out then. Um, Maybe... uh, I'd probably go maybe twice a week for a couple of hours. I'll do some, do some exercise. Do, what, what kind of exercise? I can't actually imagine you doing exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I, we spoke about this before, the, um, the, the, the boxing that I do that I'm terrible at. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just go and get punched in the face for around <laughs> an hour and then come home. And I pay for it. I mean, that sounds like absolutely brilliant exercise. It's good. Well well done. Yeah. Um, I actually go swimming at the moment. I go to the beach every day in the morning, very early, have a nice swim. It's absolutely brilliant. I was there this morning, though, me and Mrs. Rock and Roll English having a nice swim. Mm. And then she said, oh, shit, what's that? And it was a fucking jellyfish. And as soon as I saw it, I just left her. I was gone. I was like, the jellyfish can eat you. I am getting out of here, baby. You total bastard. <laughs> and what did she do after that? Did she scream or what was it? So you you were both in the water this time? Yeah, both in the water. She saw it and then I just said, it's a jellyfish as I was already swimming off. Oh, my God. That is <laughs> unreal. That is, I would unmarry you for that or un, <laughs> unengage you. I've got a fear. Mate, you've got a fear of a lot of things. (laughs) It's not just, oh, that's my my main bugaboo. That's my main fear. There's a lot of things that scare you. A lot. But 
Th- that is true. And I, I like that little piece of uh, vocabulary there, um, my main bugaboo. Um, so my main fear, I suppose that means. The only time I've heard uh, bugaboo, um, I suppose, is from this. I don't really care to do bugaboo. You make me want to throw my paper out the window. Hey. Tell me if you see I to cut the phone poles. Break my lease so I can move you a bugaboo. But yes, I am scared of a lot of things. Um, Anything that's not human scares me, basically. Right. Although some humans scare you as well, don't they? (laughs) There are a lot of humans um, that do scare me. Uh, As I've mentioned a few times, well, you just reminded me of it, of getting punched in the face. That happened, happened to me quite a few times. In fact, I was just telling Mrs. Rock and Roll English today um, how when someone punched me in the face once and broke my nose and then I had an operation and then for the first time in my life my nose was straight and was looking good (laughs) and then about a month later someone punched me again and broke it again (laughs) and then I thought I really I just can't have this operation again so let's just keep a fucked up nose it's fine I mean (laughs) that was a great month for everybody else Honestly, I think about that month a lot when I had a normal nose. But then I think God just didn't want it. So then got someone else to punch me in the face again and break it again. Yeah. I thought, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this good (laughs) nose. Have the old one back. There you go, pal. (laughs) Oh, God. Was it the same same person that punched you in the face twice? <laughs> Luckily, no. Uh, it was a different person. I like to vary people that punch me in the face. It gets boring if the same person punches you in the face. So it's good to get other people to do it. That's true. Um, so something else in this happiness thing. Um, there's another question. Do you engage in activities that challenge and absorb you? And one of the things they mention is things like writing. Do you do any of that, Hilary? A journal, sure. Oh yeah. What do, what do you? I, I did not have you down for someone that journals. So when I said um, I didn't have you down for someone that journals, I mean I didn't think you would be someone that journals. So what do you journal about? Just life, uh, you know, emotions. Um, <laughs> what it is, what it is, what it is to be a man. These kind of things. <laughs> Deep, heavy, heavyweight concepts that, uh, that you might not understand. Sure, I, I I don't think I've ever understood what it is to be a man. So uh, <laughs> me, me neither. <laughs> so I think you're right. Um, I don't know if you've seen Hellraiser, but I've written a book recently. So you I know, did I've see that. I did see that. Well done. Congrats. Added my li- a name to the to the list of famous English writers. Um, you're in quite a few of the stories in the book. Actually, didn't. Didn't tell you about this before, sure, but your your name appears a lot. And look, my commission is how much? <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that uh, another time. Yeah, you I, can buy it if you want. If you buy it, then you're just putting some more money in my pocket, and that will be absolutely great. That will be good. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Sure. Um, so about happiness as well. One of the things I've added because we spoke about this um, a fair bit recently is uh, porn. So does does that make you happy, Hellraiser? For those five minutes I'm watching it, yeah. <laughs> and then how do you feel after it? That's always it's you have that kind of come down, don't you? So come down is after you feel great, and then you feel not so good. Just more placid, you know. Fine, relaxed. <laughs> uh, no bad vibes. Everything's okay with the world. Everything's in balance. 
You should try sure. it. Honestly, I'm telling you, you you really need it. <laughs> um, well, it's funny you mention that because I was at a computer the other day. I mean, I'm I'm saying that like it's a strange thing. I mean, I'm at a computer every day, but this specific day, I was on my own and I was thinking about our conversations about porn, and I thought, you know what, I might have a look to see what this is all about. And then I was thinking, what are porn sites? Because I honestly don't know. And then I thought of one that I that I knew of xe.com because I thought, you know, X, that sounds something about porn. And then I realized it was an actual website that gives you the exchange rate, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I used to use when I worked in a bank. Um, I used that website every day. And I was thinking, what is a porn one like from a long time ago? xe.com. So instead of, you know, looking at naked women, I was looking at the exchange rate between the pound and the euro. Some people do find that sexy, honestly. <laughs> they do. Exchange rate fluctuations. Well, that really gets some, some people off. And did you, did, did you, which currency did you finish to? Well, I was just so shocked at the exchange rate with the pound and the euro. One pound is only one euro eight cents now. That You know, I had a massive erection before, but once I saw yep. that, I was like, that's it. It's over. You can blame, blame Boris for that. Exactly. And then I just gave up after that, because if there's one way to lose a kind of sexy feeling, it's looking at exchange rates. And thinking about Boris Johnson. <laughs> a definite boner killer, that one. <laughs> sure. Nice word there, by the way. Boner. That's another word that we can use for erection. Um, OK, so the last one um, that I've got here, Hellraiser, um, is... They say, to be happy, you have to love what you do. So I know that you work in a concrete factory. So just tell me, from one to ten, how much do you love concrete? It's a tough one. Probably averages out at about 7.5 <laughs> over a, over the duration of a month. Yeah, I mean, there, there's got to be a lot to love about concrete. It's exciting stuff. I'm thinking about starting my own podcast about concrete. If, anyone, if any of your <laughs> listeners want to you know, sign up, I send you a free, uh, free bit of concrete, and then uh, we'll take it from there. And a hard hat. <laughs> well, exactly. Um, notice he used some rock and roll vocabulary there. We'll take it from there. So we'll start at that point, and then we'll move forward. Do you remember when you convinced me to buy a hard hat for my bicycle? So a hard hat <laughs> is the like helmet, the safety helmet that builders wear. And the Hellraiser convinced me it would be a good idea to wear when I was riding my bicycle. A, what was it? Yellow, I think? It was yellow, yeah. It was yellow. Mm. Never worn that, actually, on the bike. I don't know why. You managed to convince me. I don't know how that happened. I got home and I said to my mum, oh, I've bought, this, <laughs> I've bought this hard hat so I can go cycling now and I don't have to worry about falling over. And she just looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know how you fell for that. That was great. It's like, no, Martin, that is going to look really good. And also, you'll be safe. What could go wrong? You, should, you definitely need to buy that. A win-win situation. So when he said there, I don't know how you fell for that. Basically, I don't know how you believed that stupid joke. Um, anyway, well, I think that's the end of our happiness quiz. I think we can safely say that I'm happy now and I definitely do not punch myself in the testicles I'm glad you've moved on from, from punching yourself in the balls it's, it sounds positive well, to me that, and I'm, ha I'm happy that you're happy 
as always. That's, that's such a ridiculous thing to say, isn't it? Whenever, whenever anyone ever says, I'm happy when you're happy, I just think, fuck off. That, that's just not true. <laughs> that's because you have no emotion. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have no feelings for anybody. It's like it's, it's exactly the same as you running out of the sea when your future wife might have been stung by a jellyfish. Just think of that as a metaphor for your whole life. And I think, well, I, I mean, I exaggerated a little bit. I kind of encouraged her to come with me okay? whilst I running said, out. Sure. I said, <laughs> let's go. Let's make a run for it. So there's some nice vocab. Let's make a run for it. Let's escape. And then kind of had an eye on her to just to make sure she was kind of near me. OK, so I, I kind of looked after her. That's like when a, uh, a dog started running after us and I didn't notice that he was running after us and you just left my side and ran down the street. And you didn't even tell yeah. me that there was a dog running after us. Luckily, uh, because you were running, the dog ran after you, not me. Mm, yeah, a horrible memory. And the dog chased me and then we got in the street. I outsmarted it, though. So I, when you say I outsmarted it, I was more intelligent than it. And I started running around a car until the owner came. So I didn't get bitten. OK, I think I won that. Yeah. OK, sure. Exactly. Anyway, we've gone way past the um, allowed time for this podcast. We definitely need to go now. OK, adios. Bye bye. A pleasure as always. Bye bye. Okay, so that was me and the Hellraiser speaking about the month of happiness. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. At the beginning, I said to the Hellraiser, he made me work like a dog. So there's a nice expression, basically. If you work a lot, you can say, I'm working like a dog at the moment. I don't know if dogs work a lot but that's what we say. Um, he also said that he is living on the edge, living dangerously. And he also said that I need to let go. So stop thinking about what happened last week. Just release it. But as I said, it's not easy for me. Um, from the review, we had a nice phrasal verb when it said, all my life I looked up to Martin. So if you look up to someone, you admire someone. Um, then there was a description of me on the review. I can't remember what. And then the Hellraiser said, that is you in a nutshell. So that's a lovely little expression, colourful expression that basically just means that's you in a few words, a really brief explanation of you. We also had a dog eat dog world. Lots of stuff about dogs I'm noticing in today's episode. Dogs follow me everywhere, even on podcasts. So if we talk about a dog-eat-dog world, it means that everyone is looking out for themselves, okay? No loyalty, just dog-eat-dog. Um, we also had the word bugaboo, which I didn't even know was an actual word. I honestly had only heard that from a song. I thought it was just one of the stupid words the Hellraiser uses, but it is an actual word and it means something you are scared of. I also said to the Hellraiser that I didn't have him down as someone that journals. So when you say to have someone down as something, you're basically saying, I didn't think that you would do that, but he does journal. We also had the term come down, which is what happens after you have a high, basically, in anything. Even if, I don't know, England won the World Cup, I would be really happy. And then the next day, I suppose I would have a bit of a come down because I would come back down to reality. And we had the word boner, which is another word for erection. I don't really like talking about erections when I know my mum's listening, but whatever. We had the term hard hat as well, which um, is difficult to describe. It's just the safety helmet thing. 
that builders wear, a hard hat. Um, then the Hellraiser said that he couldn't believe I fell for that. So when you fall for something, you believe it, even if it's stupid, which is what happened there. And then we also had the term outsmart when I said I outsmarted the dog. So I was more intelligent than the dog, which makes me feel good. And whilst we are talking about dogs again, it's probably a good time to stop the podcast. Remember, all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com, episode number 163. And remember, if you want a podcast every day with a transcript on your phone and lots of other great things, rockandrollenglish.com slash family. I will see you all again next week, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.